Okay, and here we are. Welcome, Brendan Van Ryn. Welcome to Bareback Stories. Thank you. It Thanks, is such Lynn. a pleasure to have you in the studio. But wait, I have a little intro. Mm. Let's see. Oh, we like those. I'm very excited about this. Yeah. My mouth is very excited about this. Just mm. hang on. So, for everyone who doesn't know, my guest today is my guest today is the one and only, mm. multifaceted, multi-talented, brave, boyishly charming, resplendent. Bewitching, Brendan Van Rijn. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I almost wanted to play with my ear when I said yes. that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't under my headphones. So I almost slipped off my seat with that introduction. <laughs> well, you know, most everybody knows you as, I'll give her introduction in, in a second mm. as well. And then I might have to play with both my ears, mm, yeah. as Kathy specific. Sure. But as I said to you when we chatted and I invited you on my show, and I was thrilled that you um, accepted, I wanted to celebrate mm. Brendan Van Rijn mm. because mm. there is no Kathy without Brendan. Sure, sure, sure. You know, so so here we are, and you have—I mean, you shared quite a bit with me, which was amazing, and most importantly this ideal about living your truth. Mm. Now, let me ask you, let's get right into it. Mm. When you were growing up, sure. how long before you actually discovered what your truth is or would be or should be? Well, I suppose there were two truths. The, the, the first truth was my sexuality, which didn't take long. Six, I was six when I, oh yes, I was six and I knew I was not like all the other boys. Did you share that? With no, your family or no, anyone? No, not at all. They'd only shared at the age of 22. Okay. Is that when you came out? Mm. Okay. Uh, but uh, to my sister, but have never actually said the words. I've never had to sit my mom and down, uh, dad down and say, you know, pass me the peas, I'm gay. <laughs> I've never had to say the words. Life really happened. My sister prepared them because she knew. She sort of said, you know, well, mom, dad, if he is, if he isn't, don't make me choose because he'll win hands down. Really? Well, yeah, no, no, we're incredibly close. She's Just one sibling? 12 years older than me. And uh, so I've, yes, uh, brought boys home as one does, you know, time off, this is so-and-so, and it just panned out from there. I've, I've, and I'm almost 42 now. I've, I've never had to say mom and dad. I've never had to have, have the conversation. And so, the acceptance just came? Holistically? Absolutely. Organically? Yes. And so accepting. It's unbelievable. You're very blessed. My dad will... Yeah, don't say anything about his little boy. Or no, but I mean, because you, you, you so you had an Afrikaans upbringing in Pretoria, mm. which is where you were mm. born and raised. Mm. And, um, and I know, I mean, you, you went, well, at school, you, you said you had this booming soprano voice at 13. Mm. You've always mm. been very mm. creative. You probably tumbled out the womb Head over heels in a pair of stilettos. Well, I was just about to say heel, heels, being the <laughs> heels being the operative word. And meters of tulle, absolutely. And meters. Don't mm. forget the mm. meters mm. of tulle. And, um, but let's get right into it. You you spoke to me about the bullying and the teasing and the ridiculing mm. at school. Mm. Mm. When did it start? At what age? Um, the bullying and the ridicule for... Uh, for having a booming soprano voice and for being a music student and for playing a female part in Oliver Twist. Uh, you know, I went to Pretoria Boys. 
So um, that started at the age of 13, really, when I, when I started high school. Can and followed me every single day of every single year, five years. In, in school. Yeah. And can you remember that first time that someone bullied you? That first moment, that first story? Uh, no. no. Honestly, no. No, it wasn't a... It was, it was most certainly not a physical bullying at all, ever. Just, just the snide remarks and the comments, which often is... Well, the emotional bullying is actually it, mostly uh, sometimes Absolutely. Worse. You know, the physical bullying, that can heal. You know, break my nose or, you know, yeah. chip my tooth or do what you need to do. And, and that, I'll, one would get over it. But the, the emotional bullying is sort of something that sticks. It hasn't stuck in the sense that um, I'm scarred by it or have to see somebody about it. Um, you know, funny enough, the, the show we're currently busy with at Gate 69 it speaks all about it, all our willing. So those words like Morphe and faggot. Faggot followed me around for five years. I was a faggot 365 days a year. Now, did you choose, okay, you, you hadn't come out to your parents, so you didn't mm -hmm. have them to speak to. Did you speak to your sister about it? Did you speak to your teachers? Was there anyone? Because I want to, let's start with this whole no, element of bullying. It's, you know, a lot of people don't even understand why others bully. It's a. It's not a. There's no. It's not gender specific. No. Bullying is bullying. You know? I mean, I've, I've got my take on it. Please and share, I'll, and I'll tell you why. I didn't speak to anyone. Um, I didn't share it. I kept it, kept it to myself. And um, uh, the bully bullies you because we let them. Plain and simple, you know. As I said to you, I did, Eleanor Roosevelt said that n nobody can make you feel insecure or you know inadequate or bully you with without your consent we allow them to do it and for some reason because you're not strong enough or you don't have the support and often it is the bully who's insecure of course it comes He's from the, it stems it's, from it's, the insecurity it's self-projection it's him or her that's got the problem being ignored at home and i say her as well yeah. because as of you course. say bullying is not there's no not, gender uh, you're not men on uh, no. women are bullies too oh believe you me i have <laughs> had my experience so yeah. um a lot of the time, it, it starts in, in the home. They're not heard. They're ignored. Yeah. They're feeling insecure for various mm, reasons, mm, or they're coming mm. from, a, unfortunately, a mm. tragic, abusive background. And, and I had none of that growing up. I wasn't a bully. I had no need to be a bully. How did you handle it, though? My music. <laughs> so you consciously chose to ignore it, to walk away, to allow it, and just yes, I, never I, give back? I consciously made it a, 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 an effort for it not to, to affect me. I just... Water for Duck's Back was what I was trying to do. Um, whether it was at the age of 13, 14, I don't know, but uh, just try to walk away from it. I heard it, um, would go home, might be sad on my, on, on, on my own, but, you know, two hours in front of the piano and, and I was... But my mom always said, and funny enough, she, she, we never spoke about it, but she'd pick, she always said she could see exactly what mood I was in when I sat in front of the piano. Either the music was big or it was bangy or it was loud... Or it was soft and, you know, it's, gentle. It's interesting you, you mentioned that, and I'm going to be cheeky and, and just uh, mention the show next week with Bertie and I are um, exposed with Lee and Bertie on a every alternate Tuesday. We're doing a show about the, the soundtrack to our lives because mm. I also I have such a passion mm. for music and I come from a musical background. And I, I absolutely, I can write a story. Mm. I can write my autobiography by the music that I've grown up with, mm, that I've heard, mm, mm. that I remember everything by, and it, mm. most of it is, is mood-related. Mm. 
Mm. You know, mm. it's emotions. Music do things to us that you know. Absolutely. Very few things can other people. And 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 did you know I had a t- I was a great sportsman at school as well. So t- I didn't only do the artistic thing, you know, which is. You, well, you tell think, me more. You, so you what think else? So what why you know, did you boys? Enjoy? Why are you bullying me? I was a good swimmer. I was a good tennis player. I was a good athlete. Um, uh, and funny enough, Lee, the the boys who. I remember my biggest bully who made life hell at school. He's one of the biggest gays on the planet. (laughs) I was just going to say, were there a lot of other gay boys at school with you at that age that you knew? That we knew, but never spoke about it. But no one was in a tribe. You know, 42 now, we're talking in the early 90s, 1991. Sure. It was still a taboo subject and it was not spoken about. And um, you didn't, as I said, you, you weren't a tribe. No one had no, found each other no. or had divulged and You know, shared. the gay boys didn't sit sure, together. No. Sure, the music boys sat together, whether, you know, what you, what you want to read out of that. But, but I, I also had, I was an incredible public speaker, um, a Northern Transvaal champion, in fact, for many years. And the, the most wonderful thing was knowing that that's where my strength, I mean, that was my armor. By then, I hadn't started dressing up, so you know I couldn't hide behind the makeup and that. Which, to bring you back to your first question, that's my sec. That's the the second truth. The first one was at six, my sexuality, and the other one was uh, living my truth, dressing up. That was only at the age of thirty, but I was a hell of a public speaker, and I always knew when I stood up in class, I thought, you know, the wankers. Mm. Fucking I mean, wankers. Fucking wankers. Yeah. I mean, these boys would be like tortoises. They just. Or Chongalola, they just, just they just curl up and yeah. recoil and go back into their shell. They you know they knew that that was one area. And that it also they comes from jealousy. I mean, mm. your voice, mm. your voice. Not, I'm not only talking about your singing voice, sure. the tone of your sure, voice, the sure. booming um, projection. I'm talking about your voice, mm. who you are. Correct. Yeah. What yeah. you say. Yeah. How you live. That mm. now that's armor. Mm. And yeah. so many more people today. His guide, you know, we're doing so many things, watching um, a way that we and cultivating ways where we can um, amplify mm. those voices, mm-hmm. and that brings me. I'm gonna. I've and that arm allows you to go to war. Exactly, and in you, a good way, in a in a positive sense, not <laughs> wars in exactly, killing people. Because, just no, in a we know living life, really living life, mm. defend, offensively and defensively. Mm. And I, you know, I told you before the show started, so I, I formulate some questions, mm. and but it's always organic. So I'm going to go straight into, you mentioned Gate 69, mm. um, because now you've just touched on the fact that, and you've shared that there's a, a new show uh, about to start, or how far are we away from this? this We've just show? extended till the 28th of September, but this show has been running since the 22nd or 28th of March. But the one that you're talking about, the bullying one? Yes, non-specific. Okay. That's non-specific. currently running till that's the 28th the of September. Ca- okay. And um, why now? Why that topic? Mm. So it's it's the Trolley Dollies, which is my famous South and African drag troupe. And you're I'm Kathy. So Kathy and I've got Holly and Molly. Holly and Molly and Kathy. Holly's the bitch. Kathy's the glamour And Molly's sort of the underdog. You know, she comes from a small town, Meyerton. She's the slightly Afrikaans... Um, Overweight girl, and you know, and so each one has wonderfully defined characters, and we've been together as a group for uh, for nine years. And uh, Christopher, who writes our scripts, thought it was time that we told our story, and all three of us went through this. That's the most wonderful. I mean, how the us three boys have ended up together is not only a miracle but a blessing. Um, 
not only to us but to others. But it doesn't happen by chance. No, it doesn't. We know that. Oh, no, it doesn't. No. Oh, no, it was, it was carefully planned out. No, definitely. And it's... The powers that be. The powers that be. Oh. And how oh. many times do we hear how creativity mm. and the arts and the artistic talent that mm. abounds, mm. that is mm. unfortunately in this country and many others so undervalued... Mm. Um, and we've got a story, yeah, Lee. We've got a story, a story that needs yeah. to be told. Absolutely. And, and people don't only need to listen, but they are listening. You know, our stuff's all roller coaster rides. You know, one moment you're up, the next minute you're down. All frivolous. We do an 80s medley, 20 minutes nonstop dancing, and then, bah! Mm. It goes directly into that hole. And we just tie it all up together and we say, you know what, guys? It's all fun and games, but here's food for thought. And... When you so when you were scripting it, so you you participated and you scripted this production. Christopher is gave that, us forty questions each and said, okay. "Answer them." Is this that is normal? Is that is that the the way you used? No, to not work? at all. <laughs> but he needed to tell our story through us. He didn't know our story hundred percent, so he gave us the questions, said, "Answer as honestly as you can," which we did, and th- that made me think about it again. And I never went through life thinking about my. Difficult high school. You know how years. art can be can be thera- it is therapeutic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't have and to. And we're go telling and sit that story every going. night. How divine. Well, I mean, you're getting it if, out if of you. It's not out of so my system by yeah. the end by the twenty eighth of September. It'll never be. And then there hopefully and I'm sure many times there'll be someone in the audience and that is going to resonate. It on so identifies many levels. with every single person. We have um they twins, Belinda, Barbara. Belinda has seen this specific show, not even in the three years we've been at Gate 6 now. This specific show, she's coming on Thursday for the 21st time. We said, Belinda, how on God's earth? How do she said, because it's relevant. She says, the day this does not become relevant or mm. isn't relevant anymore, then I'll stop seeing it. I love that. Word. And that's your answer. And let's talk about Gate 69. Mm. So wait, wait, wait. So now let me put my glasses on. I'm glad you're wearing glasses, too. Great to wear glasses. Oh, thank you. Um, so let me ask you about Gate 69. My little pleasure the name. palace. What's mm. in a name? 69, yes. as in a portal. I wrote here, look, a portal to pleasure. Yes. Why 69? Is it the yin or yang? Funny is enough, it the light funny or enough dark? you should mention that we did a sex show, uh, the 69 steps of is, sex. Is that, is that what it's and about? That and that was that in the, part of my script. It, 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 is it, was it consciously, portal. was it the portal? The consciousness of, you know, the, the, the oral sex, 69, yes. yin, yang image of just, um, you're, you're asking people to literally strap themselves in for the ride of their, of their night mm. without having an expectation mm. of where they're going and what the final outcome um, is going to be. But we know it's going to be orgasmic. Right. Well, we are <laughs> lovely. No, yes, we no, all, that's don't a we yes. All want, and it want is sixty-nine to yes, be that anyway. It's a happy ending. <laughs> that I can tell be. you, it's a happy ending. Um, Gate sixty-nine. My character, Kathy, specific. So I flew for South African Airways for six. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Right. But that's where the name. So I wanted something airline orientated. Originally, I was going to call the business the Black Box. The bit of right. rude on the side, of or the black box, the, of course, the flight it's, recorder. It's the flight recorder in the, in couldn't the get the website, couldn't get the domain. So thought of, God, do we call it the upper deck? Do we call it the hangar? Do we call? And then thought of gate. Please, more at gate six. <laughs> so the gate being the airline. Did you actually bit, work out of gate sixty-nine? No. No. Okay. No. I was just going to. I do now. Are there airports? <laughs> no. no. Are there airports? I'm sure the bigger airports do have gate sixty-nine. <laughs> and then the sixty-nine was the bit of naughtiness, which, yeah. believe it or not, I still got to explain to people. 
and just you say, do. Now that's fascinating. I just say it's a romantic people, dinner for two. Do people come up to you and ask you what does sixty nine mean? Yeah, sort of this confused day. And they really don't get it. Not and then the sixty nine is is me, half boy, half girl. That yin Opposites yang. attract yin the, yang. The light is dark. it? Isn't it? The inny, the outy. Otherwise, you know, it, otherwise, it'd be called Gate Sixty Eight because it rhymes. Because it rhymes, and <laughs> or Gate Seventy, which means I owe you one. <laughs> okay, I'm not saying anything. Then we can leave me the whole list before you leave. So, um, it's like the Kamasutra Sutra of numbers, yes. numerological. So it, 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 it wasn't. Sutra. We didn't some, you no. know, thumb suck the No, name. no, it's, but it's so it's clever and it's mm. witty and it's naughty and it's cheeky, mm, which mm. is so important, especially when you are performing. And most always, there is a message. Mm. Knowing the little that I know about you, what we've discussed, the ethos of your life, which is so important. So let me ask you. So Gate 69, how did it come about? Because Kathy's been, Kathy has been around... 11 years. 11 years. So for those of you who don't know who I'm talking about, mm. okay, let me get... No, because I, I have to say it. My, my tongue wants to say the right words that I was given so I can play with both my ears at the same time. Do you think of her as an alter ego? Is oh, she yes. the, she's the alter ego. So yes. for those of you who don't know who Brendan's alter ego is, she is the deliciously decadent, tantalizingly tempting, seductively saucy, Kathy specific. Yes, in a nutshell. And she's very, <laughs> yes. very specific. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eleven years ago. So to take our listeners back, mm. you have, um, as much as you have a great love, Never mind your, t- your talent aside, a great love and respect and passion for the arts, for music, for singing, for mm. acting, all these incredible talents that you are so gifted at, mm. and public speaking, mm. which is an, an, an art in, unto itself. Mm. You also have a passion for flying. Mm. You mm. didn't just like, oops, fall into no, uh, no, becoming no. A, a, no. a flight attendant. I mean, so you actually, you went to, you went to Pretoria Boys. Correct. And then you, after school, you actually... Went you went, to, you went overseas, you mm. went to London, mm. and you were in a private school, which was a vegetarian school. Correct. Thumbs up from yeah. me, but okay, didn't make you, because th- you're still a, no, you know, a bright place. No, it was for everything. the Sufficants boy. Why am I not surprised? Mm. And then um, you got into drama school in London. Correct. And yet, you didn't go. I didn't, no. You couldn't or you didn't want to? Couldn't, Dad. Couldn't. Folks didn't have the money. I mean, I think that's... That is a very beautiful quote that you told me. You, you, you know, you said that your father said he wasn't, he wishes he, he wasn't born rich instead. He wishes he was born rich, rich instead of beautiful. Correct. Because he would have definitely he would, supported Absolutely, yeah, oh, yeah. But just couldn't. Just couldn't. Came home. I paid my deposit. They deferred it for a year. There was no sponsorship, there was nothing. no sponsorship. No, 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 no. And then I did, um, I went to the Pretoria Tech which is a great outstanding, institution. Outsta- My sister went there. Outstanding institution. Unbelievable. They, they're not, unfortunately, around anymore. That, that, that one's closed. No, it's the Tswane. Uh, and they've become um, Oakfields as well. They sort oh. of moved. All the teachers went. So that, that, so that musical theatre department at the tech doesn't exist That's anymore. Criminal. Yeah. For anyone but listening. But unbelievable facilities, you know, big studios. Know. When I studied there in 98, 99, 2000, it, it, was, it was the top in the country. Of course, I remember. Mm. And mm. so you, so there you are, and you're, you know, up on stage. One of the mm. incredible productions you spoke about mm. was in your third year when mm. you were in Judas Kiss. Correct, naked in the but, Judas Kiss. But, but naked. naked. Yes, yes. And happily so. Happily, um, oh, I do, I, and yes, I do, I do, I do know, it again. And 
well, perhaps yes. you have the the platform now. Who knows what the future holds? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, it was during Aladdin, though, that you got into SAA. Correct. So yes. let's just go back a little bit. When did the passion for flying? And that had, that had always been there, also, you know, the, having travelled as a little boy, okay. always seeing air hostesses pulling suitcases, neatly dressed. So you when know, you got on the plane, you were like, oh, you felt like you were home as well, as com- much as you were on yes, a stage. Yes, completely mesmerised. I mean, you couldn't think of a better, a, a bigger drama school than being thirty-five thousand feet up, you know, sea level. That is, you know, when those curtain opens at showtime. Yeah, at but show- not not enough that you wanted to become a pilot. Not at all. No, no, no that's boring. Okay, that okay. little confined. No, I want all those eyes fixed you, on my every move. You yeah. want the people, the energy. And uh, absolutely applied at South African Airways, um, and then got in while I was doing Aladdin at the Civic. And I, th- I was delighted. I thought to myself, oh, I don't have to lift my leg again. I don't have to raise my arm again. I'm done. This isn't for me. That's what I thought. Really? I thought I'd survived three years at the Pretoria Tech. I don't think this is for me. I want to travel the world, subsidized employment. How wonderful. Well, that was short-lived, six years. Because like I said to you, the talent you can put away for so long, but it, it wants to rear its it, it, I head. To- I, yeah, mm, we can talk mm, about that mm, off air. Mm. But... So here you are. So now, okay, so you you put your talent, that mm, talent, mm, not all your talent, mm, let's say, in a suitcase on mm, a shelf. Mm. A very, a very, very vibrant, very visible suitcase. And a shelf sits. that I knew I could get to. The, and a not yeah, too high. Not too high. And you're flying the skies for six mm, years. Mm. And how did you possibly find a way to reach into that suitcase, metaphorically, and... Bring back to life that part of you that was sort of itching a little bit to come out. So I'll tell you, it, it was very much out of a necessity. Um, I'm six foot four. I'm not a dancer as much as I'm a pianist. You know, I can't split, can't get my leg above my head. I can move most certainly, but I'm most certainly not a dancer. So to put me into a chorus, um, I'm two heads above every other chorus boy. Not a dancer, you know. It sort of it sounds conceited. Which are you telling me, Brendan, to... that you are you admitting that you're not flexible? <laughs> Do I know something? Don't that twist very my words. Few no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very flexible. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> um, and sidetrack there because I was going to say something <laughs> about the Mile High Club but I won't <laughs> oh, no, please do oh for God's sakes <laughs> you know I wanted to marry both my loves in life I wanted to marry my love for flying and my love for performing and like I said I'm a difficult boy to play so if it's not the lead which sounds conceited it's not meant to be I can't put me in the chorus I don't get into the show you know no show no money no food so it was out of my love for both but also out of necessity being employed I thought, I've got to do something, first of all, that I know. I'm not going to go into politics like Evita because I know fuck all about politics and don't want to either. Mm-hmm. I would say stick where you're better acquainted. There's, if there's one thing I know about, that is flying. I know how to open a meals trolley. I know how to pour a cup of coffee. I know how to put a call bell off. I know how to flirt with a captain. Mm. And I and you know how to take care of passengers. Yes, and and, and the brace position. And the brace yes. position. <laughs> yes, I d- d- see. Uh, just for those, of, sorry, people don't know who's in my studio. We we're not Facebook Live. We 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 do not have video at the moment. Um, sometimes probably a good idea. The dashing, in the, studio. CS, the dashing. Yeah. My my wonderful millennial Sia is actually in studio with me today. Yes. Are your ears burning because you are actually blushing? Mm. You're going a tender shade of coffee. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a nervous giggle. Uh, mm. <laughs> no, it's just like your life is really awesome. <laughs> your life Thank is you. awesome. Thank yeah, you. I've, I've had an incredible, incredible life, mostly because I've carved it out for myself. Yeah. That's what I wanted. Um, and wait, wait, sorry, no, we're back on the plane. I to totally segued. We're back no, on the plane. We're back so, on the plane. So, hence the birth of the blonde bitch in blue. So, how, specific. But, okay, but so she was you, in my head while I was flying. Right, because you can't, thinking, you, you no. had a uniform to wear. I mean, yes. you worked for SAA. This is corporate. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there are rules and regulations. Mm, 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 Even mm, though you're six foot four and well above everybody else sure. and you have this booming voice and this presence, mm. you are a flight attendant for SAA. You Correct. do your job. The yes, way no to. funny business, no it's funny strict nothing. rules. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, because you, because you told me, you shared with me that mm. you would, you would dress up. Mm. Now, how I've, I've never been on one of those flights. No, you have, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, on that specific flight. So only one time. You no, in, up on in a the flight. galley with a curtain closed. No, but on that specific oh. flight, it wasn't full. We moved everybody to business class, and us crew at the back just had the most wonderful time. So you would entertain everyone. I was up and down. Like I said, there are photos somewhere. I promise you there are. But I stripped, put a, on a, I put on a blanket. I made a gorgeous creation out of navy blue. Bread basket as a hat, tea bags as earrings, socks as gloves. Did any of your co-workers ever look down at you or think? No, they all said there is more to you than serving coffee and tea. Get okay. out. Get out. Beef or chicken. We will miss you. I do a fabulous safety demonstration, Lee. Oh, God, I'd love The to best, see. in fact. But I knew there was more to me than, and you know, had I not made that decision, and it came at the age of 30, I said, right, I've now been out of the performing arts for six years. If I was going to go back, now would be the time before anyone had forgotten who I was, you know, that they might still remember Brendan van Rijn. And I knew I was coming back with something that hadn't been seen before. I had this burning, burning desire to be this blonde woman. And I knew she'd be a huge success. Only because she was speaking about something she knew. If I was a rocket scientist, I would have failed dismally. Just because I don't know about it. But I know about flying. I know about touching your shoulder and asking you for, you know, would you like anything to drink? I know, I know about looking after. I know about listening. Listening. And let me tell you, as Kathy specific, people are in my presence for five minutes and they want to tell me their entire life story. Oh, I know how that and feels. And they feel completely comfortable with it. You know, it. That, that is a rare gift. Mm. And it's mm. and it's a pleasure, right, mm. 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 to listen. Mm. A lot of people don't don't like it, don't have time, and that's fine. It's not for everyone. No. So, how did she start to evolve in your mind? Like, you know, I remember why I Kathy. Let me ask you, what's in a name? What's in a name? Sure. Why Kathy? Why? Kathy specific, Cathay Pacific. Okay. But you didn't fly for Cathay Pacific. I didn't, but okay. I knew there would be a great opportunity there to play on words. Um, it was difficult to do it with any. You know, Virgin Atlantic, do you call her Virginia Pedantic? Or it, it, it's, it's there, yeah. but it wasn't as Cathy specific. Okay. And you didn't want something that was predominantly South African and South African? No, and there's nothing Oriental about Cathy either. Yeah. I mean, she's an, she's, and she's old fashioned. She's a 1970s girl. Yeah. So the big bouffant hair, the manicured nails, um, it's, it's, it's incredibly stylized. No, most definitely. Mm. So how did you, so you quit and then you worked and created and then your first. It was, no, it was in my head. There was a voluntary package and I took it. Okay. Voluntary package took. I went to a great friend of mine, my theater mother, Marilyn Van Rennen, and I said, Marilyn, I've got this thing in my head. I can't do it on my own. 
I need you to help me write the script. I can give you pages of one-liners, quotes, things that have happened on board, but you need to put it all together in a show. And she did. She didn't hesitate for a minute. And here's somebody who's left subsidized employmently, yeah. going into something that I knew I, you know, t- would work, but would people take to her? Would she be the it darling? Took a huge leap of faith. A hell of a gamble. And where was your first show? No subsidized employment. I had a medical aid. I had housing assistance. I was traveling the world. I was, and uh, and we, no love that you left behind anywhere. No, okay. no. There, there's there's been there's been love, uh, but I've been single now nineteen years, and okay. happily so. Nineteen. Yeah. Okay. Twenty three was my last big. Romance. Okay, but it doesn't mean it's the last. No, one. most certainly. You're so much more ahead. Most certainly. So, so where was the first? And then pick? we 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 wrote a show called Mile High with Kathy Specific, okay. and that appeared at the uh, Santon Theatre on the Square, in okay. Johannesburg, two thousand and seven. That's fantastic. Two thousand and seven. So, getting back to this, you mentioned Mile High. Um, I mean, I think that's on a lot of people's bucket lists. Mm. Joining the Mile High Club for. Any of you listening, you don't know what that means. Basically, it means going and having a shag in the bathroom mm. on an aeroplane. And for those who are listening, it is highly overrated. <laughs> it is highly overrated. No. Highly overrated. The space is too small. It's usually with a stranger sitting next to you in business class. You get out there. Really? Are they, yes, do you think it's, it's usually yes, only strangers? Yeah, and it's only happened And not mostly. in the economy? And it's mostly because you pissed. It's a bottle of red wine. You wake up in the morning, you've drooled the whole... You don't reckon... I mean, it's, oh, it's, it's horrific. And then you ignore each other. Oh, God. As if it never happened. <laughs> and these are all... Now, how do you, as and a flight attendant... Admittedly, some people don't even make it to the bathroom. Because those blankets... Up and down. There's bopping up and blankets. down. Blankets. Do you have to have extra blankets on the planes? Mm. Um, how do you, as a flight attendant, deal with that situation? If, if someone actually came to you, got out of their seat and said, Excuse me. Yes. Um, there's two people having sex in the bath and they're making a fucking noise. I'm trying to get some sleep. Um, can you? So, have you been in that situation before? You had to yes, and I've said take a ringside seat, baby, because I've got popcorn and slush puppy. There we go. I'm a complete voyeur. <laughs> and that's okay. And, and that's okay. my and that's story, allowed. period. Because <laughs> you're going to stick to it. <laughs> and that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I'm not even going to go with the questions. I'm not going to knock on the toilet. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah, there you. I'm not going to knock on the toilet door. <laughs> the whole the gramophone. Uh, the gramophone just came apart in the studio. And that just because I knocked Brendan on the door. <laughs> knocked on the door. The gramophone's ears are even <laughs> ringing today. Listen, and it happens. It happens. Um, I don't know. It, it, it's it's it, it's it's exactly like you said. It's a it's a bucket list. Yeah. And I think it's the it's it's the excitement of possibly being caught. Yeah. I don't know whether the air pressure does something to your orgasm or... Or an excuse to have sex with a stranger. Mm. You wouldn't really possibly find Mm. the time or the opportunity Mm. down on the Mm. ground. Correct. Maybe. Correct. That might be something as well. Perhaps your TV's broken. (laughs) (laughs) You know what they say when in Rome. I don't know. When when in the sky. So here you are. You do your first show. Mm. And no no doubt it's a big hit. It's a huge hit. It's a huge hit. Absolutely. Were you ready for it? No, oh, 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 absolutely. Have you ever sat down and said, "Okay, if it fails, mm. Plan B"? No, there if was, it takes off, there you was know. there was no Plan B. Okay, no, there was no option for me but to make it work. And yes, I was ready. You know, I always think to myself, oh, "Why couldn't I have been twenty-two and had that?" Only because I couldn't handle it. It happened at the right time. Yeah. 
because with it comes everything else, the billboards and the radio and the TV and the, you know. The celebrity, yes, the, the stardom, ab- the, the, absolutely. the notoriety. Quite right. Or, you know. The being stared at at restaurants and, you know, yeah. t- two hours later walking over to me and saying, sorry, but are you the air hostess? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it all comes with it and... And I'm sure and, you and, and I was I, I did and I still do and, and and I give every single person the time of day. I know you do because mm. I, I mean I, I actually I don't know if you remember, but I mean we've met a few times mm. over the years. Mm. I used to see you at gym because mm. mm. yes. I saw um, I remember um, you know when you did Madden Singara, seen your show there. I've been yeah, to Gate Rocky 69 Horror. a few times, of course, Rocky. Um, but yeah, because I was also out the country for a long time, and just when you were started, I just got back mm. pretty much mm. um so getting back to gate 69 now mm. with this huge success mm. of mm. of kathy mm. who who came up with the idea how did that all just it's almost three years you said sure. in september september i mean i know if you i mean trip advisor like the number one Correct. um uh, entertainment um um, piece of entertainment, something to do in the West. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm no, using my words because I'm actually looking for what you wrote. And I don't number one trip advisor. Theatre experience, experience in the Western, in the Western Cape. Cape. Top yeah. ten things to do in in Cape Town. And um, culturally, it's culturally it's the third on the list after the Zeitsmacher Museum and the Kirstenbosch Gardens. It's, it a, is, it's third. It's then visit Gate sixty nine. Yeah. So who? It, how did it come about? I mean, I I'm, I'm very proud. Driving to s- past and watching I'm proud it to being say born and the walls the, the, being painted. The first time I ever put my blue uniform on as Kathy, I knew by the time I would be forty, I'd have my own venue. Only not not because I can belt out a tune, not because I look great in a floor length gown, but it is the one on one. That is really my gift, Lee. Well, that's the platform. Is the touch. Yeah. And like you said, that is Brendan, and that's what shines through Kathy, through the makeup, through the bass, through the blusher, through the highlighter. Because you, like, you know, you take, Brendan takes Kathy everywhere he goes, mm. and Kathy takes Brendan everywhere she goes, mm. and that's that synergy. I can't and get rid of her. That's <laughs> why it works. You know, you don't want yeah, to. I we don't, don't want, want you to. No, no. You know, and that's why it works. So, I mean, you have partners. I do. So it was my idea, uh, and and then I approached two of my great friends, Luana uh, and Christopher, and I said, I've got this idea again. I can't do it on my own. Please help. Does anyone ever turn you and down for fuck's sake, Brendan? You're so lucky. Because <laughs> I can hear people going, you're so damn lucky. Yeah, and, and no, they didn't turn me down. Also, just absolutely. Christopher gave up his musical theatre career like he knew it, like I did mine. Um, uh, and they just said, we, we're in, we're in. And then my third trolley dolly, um, we've been going for a year. A Rudy, who plays Molly, had a big corporate job. Um, and then had joined us a year later full-time as well. He just said, you know, I want in as well. This is all I want to do. I just want to be Molly. And the potential of what we are still going to be is oh, no. we, not well, only satisfying. We'll, we'll get but, to that later on about what's but, next. But that's, that's how it started. You know, I mean, I and I know this from people who know you, and I know this just because I'm, you know, very sensitive to people's energies, and I'm, I like to think I'm a fucking good judge of character I'm very intuitive I mean you're you're just a hell of a nice human and it's difficult to say no to a hell of a nice because with it you know what they say especially in our industry it's it's all very well getting your foot in the door uh-huh. but you have to mm. you have to deserve mm. 
once that uh, that door opens. Yeah, and I've, a lot of us are like, oh, I just want. It's so hard to just get that fucking mm, foot in the mm. door, that opportunity. Yeah. But you better be ready. You know, you better damn well be ready. Mm. And have and have something to offer once you do, mm. and you seem to have always, and that's I mean, what Christopher. I, Christopher always he says, just like you, he just says, oh "God, nobody says no to you." But I've also learned to ask, and and uh, w- when I started, and that's how Mile High came about. Obviously, we went, we looked for funding, and two companies were very kind in giving us two cash donations. We had to come up with half the money. The theatre came up with the other half. And part of our half, I went to friends and I said, listen, I need 2,000 rand from you. 2,000 rand. Mm. In return for it, I'll give you five complimentary tickets to the show. I'm not going to run out and buy a set of golf clubs or new Mm. shoes. This is what it's for. And some friends said to me, it's the most ridiculous idea I've ever heard of. Really? Don't contact me again. (gasps) Yeah. So much for that, friend. Well, what's that wonderful song? Mm. If they could see me now that little gang of mine. I'm kicking up my legs. So, um, yeah, and, 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 and that's fine. That's but fine. It's, it's always nice to know who true friends are. But I, I did the show. Although they say don't mix friendship and money. Mm. Hey? Mm-hmm. It was a huge success. We then on, went on to make, we came back to a bigger theater. We then did Mile High, the jumbo package. We added a chorus of four boys. And then I did a nationwide tour for 11 weeks. And it was all in preparation for Gate 69. You know, elevating my status mm-hmm. as a performer so that I could sit in front of... And Rocky helped as well. Absolutely. Now, Madame Zingara helped. Yeah. Did it you, was a great do platform Do you miss theatre in that respect, doing other theatre, being in a completely... Something other than um, doing Kathy or dressing up... Um, Not at all. In, ...in your own environment... No. Not at all. I don't think of it. Because I'm sure you must get asked. Absolutely. Do you know else. that the 1,200 seat theatres, and you know my theatre seats, 80 people. Yes. 80 people, but I've got them in the palm of my hand. I can see you in my back row. I can smell your cheap perfume. I can see your <laughs> I Can, see your can we do something about that? Please? I can see your velvet blouse, you know, yeah. your purple blouse. Yeah, I can, t- I can still make contact with you. Um, whereas you can't really when you're sitting in row W mm. and you're, you're not 100 metres away. I'm quite happy, and Christopher's quite happy, and Rudy's quite happy, and we've all done the big stages, we've all done the big musicals, and we met, I, I mean, this is a, the most wonderful story, Lee, when I was, how the Charlie Dollies came about, first of all, like Gate 69, there was a, there was a gap in the market, there was nothing like Gate 69, in, there's nothing like it in the country, there was no drag troupe that could sing, move, you know, it's all miming, us three boys have got... And each one has a voice group. So we're not all three tenors, you know, fighting to sing the top notes. One's a tenor, one's a baritone, one's a bass. Done. No guessing which one I am. No. And, you know, I don't pretend to be a tenor. I'm a bass. And she sings down there. So we met in a big army musical at the State Theatre. I was going back into Madame Zingara. I thought, what can I offer this time around? What can I do this time around that they haven't seen? And I'm I'm all about firsts. I love firsts. I said to the I said, where am I going to find two boys who are six foot four, we're all the same height, same build, who can sing, dance, lo and behold, right in front of me. I said, boys, have you dragged? Have you worn makeup? Have you worn heels? Never. Don't even think about it. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> really? I think, I think in that order, those were their words. And look at us, nine years later. We did six months at Madame Zingara. That was the start of it. We then went our separate ways. Christopher got into Jersey Boys, traveled the world with that. 
Sound of Music, Rudy moved down to Cape Town, and we've reunited at Gate 69. I always wanted a home, a permanent home for Kathy specific, where I could put all my things in a cupboard, I could hang up all my dresses, and that's where they were. I never had to scrummage around you in didn't a have suitcase to be in or no, in a box. A nomad, or a, yeah. That is where she that's was. So, and as, as a performer, I mean, you're very, very, very blessed. And be, uh, yes. But you are a business person, Quite first right. and foremost. And it is one thing that needs to be really drummed into the industry more mm. and more as people, mm. you know, as, as the youngsters be, today are, are entering and everything. Anything yeah. you do, whether you're using your right side of your brain or your left side yeah. of your brain, you're artistic, you're sporty, whatever, you're, you're an academic. Bus- your business is your business. Yeah. You earn. You, you you know. We live in a material world. We mm. need. You want to earn a living. You want to put food on your and on on your table. Mm. Feed your families, your friends, yourselves. Mm. You've got to look at yourself and and what you do is and your vocation as a business. I saw in that short time that I did do mainstream musical theatre. I saw that I couldn't rely on people behind a desk to decide whether I'm good enough to be in their show or not. Really? No. And I'm a terrible auditioner. I was just going to say, I'm how ter- do you no, take I'm rejection? I'm horrific. Really. Come and audition me in my lounge, and I'll blow you away. Literally, so I get you. I'm like, I'm, I, I know will, how that feels. I'll, I will blow you away in my lounge, but make me stand up there, and there are four people with a little lamp. On, no, I, I, I close up like a Barbie doll's guava. Yeah. Does a Barbie doll have a guava? <laughs> I think she does. Yes. <laughs> oh, really? Is it? Are they? Are they like? Yeah, are they? Are know. they very specific today? Especially with all the new ones that are very, very politically correct. They we must say, check into that. They always say. And if they don't have guavas, they should. Plastic pops a para. Plastic pops a para. Sia just got up for some reason. Did, would you, did, that, did that make you uncomfortable? Sit down, big. No, are, you, are you checking something genuinely? Yeah, Sit down, big boy. Sit down. Do you need a drink. I never warned him about the show. He's got today. a good smile. <laughs> He's an He's got a great smile. Yeah. <laughs> got a Colgate smile. smile. Yeah, it is. Okay, so where were we talking about Barbie's guavas? Um, about people just yeah. being a business. It is. It's a business. Yeah. And, um, and unfortunately, and I can't harp on this enough, it is one of the industries, because there's so many talented, amazing mm. people, mm. that is so undervalued. In this and country and beyond mm. this industry, it's it's not financially supported. It's, it's horrible. And even those who are yeah. working and discovered and they, you know slave and you know to oh, just do this for We're free, hustling. free. Do We're you know hustling. what I mean? Everyone's big word exposure it gives you exposure. It gives you, uh, but what does the fucking exposure do? Does we, it put we don't want you know, it, food in your belly? We don't. Thank you. What thank does it you. do? We don't Give want to lights? hear that word exposure anymore. Likes don't put food on your table no. as well. I have had all those conversations with two people in the last week. Yeah. One a fellow drag queen and the other one a makeup artist. Yeah, but it's so true. And it's and well look at social media today. It's all mm. smoke and mirrors. We mm. know what that is. Mm. I understand the value to it. I understand so, everything yes. has pros and cons technology. Yes. I'm very grateful I live in a time today in two thousand and nineteen, the technology that we have. You know, when I talk about aging with a lot of friends and a lot of um people and we I'm gonna do a show about it, obviously, um, especially as a woman. Um, I mean, precious, but not only for a woman, for a man as well. But I, I am, you know, I, I like to say I'm going to age gracefully, disgracefully, mm. because I mean, I've got nothing against plastic surgery. No. I'm trying really hard to um, the few little things I've tried, or the few, mm. and I'm not, you know, averse to admitting it. Um, Neither am I. I'm allergic to Botox, though. 
No. Swear to God. Fucking oh allergic. My. I, I, I get As opposed to like penicillin. A, no, I'm not allergic <laughs> to penicillin. I don't have any other allergies. Isn't that wild? I'm allergic to Botox. What happens? My, um, <clears throat> the, the, the area around, I, I mean, I, I've done it quite a few times yes, over the years yes, on my yes, forehead. Yes, but yes. now I stop. I actually like the lines of my forehead sure. because I've got a very expressive face. And as an actress, I, I just, I, I got, I'm very pedantic with the, the lines around my eyes mm. because I have, um, I mean, I've got very good skin. I've looked mm, after mm, my skin, mm, if I may mm, say so myself. Mm. Um, and as soon as I started seeing little lines, I mean, they're tiny, but the little lines around the eyes, I was like, yeah. and I, I get, I, like a blowfish, like a huge <sighs> swelling, my eyes close. And I've done it um, over about a year once, a couple of years ago. I, I, I just wanted to make sure. And they uh. tried three different types of whatever Botoxes or whatever the poisons they can put. And um, just to make sure it wasn't just a one-time thing. Mm. Bad Can't, batch. No, no. <gasps> cannot do so no I, I, I listen one day when when time is right mm. when i find the plastic surgeon who agrees because um, you'll have the eyes done no um well it's literally you know it's you mm. just you've got to do it in little baby steps yeah. a nip and attack Correct. one time cut no sticking any because i don't like that I, me personally this is no judgment on anyone else mm. is putting you know mm. fake things mm. in my mm. face and, and fillers mm. and mm. botox and everything i don't do that but when I need to, when the giles start to really mm, sag mm, and the profile looks yeah, really shit yeah. and the eyelids, you know, <clears throat> just cut, pull, yeah, stick it yeah. back, done. Yeah. But subtly. One hole above your head and <laughs> Or we have you to find like someone who walks behind me. Mm. You've got to find two rather s- small people who walk yes. behind me holding up my tits <laughs> and, and, the, and the, you know, you have to have the entourage, mm. yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And but they have to be useful. Yeah. You know, and they not just look good. They must be useful. And then one towering person who can just like oh, mm, hold mm. hold up the eyebrows. No, I'm all for, you know, I want Kathy to be as, I want to still dress up and play by the age, you know, 70, 75. Yeah. Nothing stops me. Yeah. I'll still have a story to tell then. There's always got to be a story. But so let me ask you about, I'm going to, now I'm really going to segue. But I don't want to, deep. I don't want to let the years of cabin, you know, look like the years of cabin pressure have got the best of me. No, we can't. I think they do preserve you in some way, but... There's also a point. There's always a point. Mm, mm. The, LBG, the LGBTQ community mm, today mm, mm. in South Africa and mm. beyond, what's your take on that? How do you feel about the strides and the, um, the, the mem- not only the members, not only how the public perceives mm. the community, but those who are very vocal and mm. a part of it, you are naturally, you have a, a beautiful platform with mm. which to tell stories that um, impact mm. people's mm. lives in mm. that community mm. and beyond. Mm. It's a process. But it's a process. Mm. Why? It's an, an ongoing process. What's wrong? <sighs> because it's 2019 and we still look at the I world. Know, it's I, know, so I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. And it breaks my heart now. You know, I always say to people, times are changing. And if you don't choose to move at the times, we're going to leave you behind. But that's, you know, very brave from somebody who still comes from a minority. We are still the minority. Cool. You know, we're a, we're a fraction, a drop in the ocean. And all we want to do is be heard. We just want to be heard. Um, I think people are just taking, they are listening, but may, they're maybe not listening as, as quickly as we'd like them to and not taking action after having listened. How has the bullying and the flack and the the critics and the reviews and everything towards your your persona and mm. then opening gate 69 have you mm. dealt with any of the negatives 
no, no, not in that respect. We've been incredibly well received. That's the negativity special. has only come from people who are jealous. Do you je- think it's because it's Cape Town? From people who are jealous, that's no, all. No, it's always. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but in shame anything. they've also got their place under the sun. <laughs> and no, the, the, the feedback is, and you know, we are in the business, as much as it sounds like abracadabra, we're in the business for two things there. Changing lives, because we do, and changing people's perceptions even if it is one audience member at a time. Have you had people come and actually oh, yes. come to you and say... Big stura bura, men, middle, and, and out. And let me start by saying this, Lee. If we had to rely on the gay community to keep our doors open, we would have been closed sure. two months down the line. We couldn't, and we knew we couldn't rely. Because as I said, do you think and it's because we're in Cape, you're in Cape Town? Would, it, would you have the success in Pretoria or Johannesburg or Durban? No, this, this was the right city to start right. it. Okay. Uh, to start it, and that's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. It was the right city to start it. But um, the gay community can be fickle at the best of times, um, judgmental. And we're not trying to reinvent the wheel at Gate 69. We're doing what we love. We're doing what we know. We're doing what we know works. But we are changing perceptions. People have come to me and said, I've had grown men married who have walked out of my venue saying that I've been a homophobe for 25 years until tonight. You're joking. Yeah. That is beautiful. Until tonight. Because I'm, that's I'm, not, just, I'm that's imagining not how they got there in the first place. Did the wife drag them? Did yes, the sister drag, drag them? being the operative word, of yeah. Uh, you're in functions, you know. People who've, I've had people say, when we got this invite saying we're going to Gates, our immediate response was to say, no, we wanted to decline. I've had people say that to me while I'm standing at the door and saying, this has been the best night out I'm embarrassed I'm embarrassed to admit it to you and I'm embarrassed and, and people who, who are not homophobic or have wanted to come to us who are saying I'm embarrassed it's taken me three years to get here only because I thought gate 69 was blah 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 A, B, C, D, E, F, G, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 and that's the thing people are making uh, what are the assumptions people thank think? you what and are people they? are and I, we all say the four of us as business partners we are saying our biggest enemy at Gate 69, and it's horrific to think we've even got one, is people's idea of what Gate 69 is. But I'm curious. It's not a gay club. What the hell is it? It's not a gay club. It's a mainstream that caters to 95% heterosexual couples. Do a lot of people think it's a a gay club? Yes, I see. Three men in dresses, they know it's gay. They're so quick to judge, make up their own minds, and feel like poopals after that. Oh, that's such a lovely word. I haven't heard that for so long. Poopal. Poopal. And they feel like poopals because they've... they've. Do you know that word, C.A.? He's laughing. I'm, a, I'm just checking, you know, yeah. at the tender age. Well, the other word, they feel like a doers. Yeah. Yeah, feel like a doers. And, and they've told me, how embarrassing. It's taken me three years to get here. And then say to me, I, 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 didn't, know what, I didn't know what to think it was. I, I had no idea. And, I, you know, I can whistle, uh, you know, old MacDonald through my arse if I need to on my head. And tell you, like a very proud mother, that her daughter is the best thing that, you know, since sliced bread. And I can tell you Gate 69 is the greatest night out. And it is. Mm-hmm. But until you no, have I walked through my door and you feel what that environment does to you, only then do you know. It is a safe space. That was our, our main objective. A safe space for people who are different, like myself. Okay. And stop, you. Stop there. Now. Could you come. Think I'm diff- so hang on, I'm going to stop you right there. That is a point I made. Mm. I'm getting to my list. Mm. I, 
I don't know if you were in on that conversation with Bertie a few weeks ago, Sia. People who are different, mm. okay? Because mm. now um, you did Pecha Karma a few weeks ago, which yes. was fucking amazing. Yeah. I mean, I've seen you perform so many times, but it was amazing. And then I decided. I actually came that evening because I was thinking about um, <clears throat> it was a good opportunity for me to meet other mm. possible guests. But I knew you were going to be there, and I wanted to, mm. Um, mm. instead of emailing you whatever again, And use and you the know opportunity to come up to you. We all know what it is, Pecha which is chit-chat for. The, the chit-chat. Japanese for chit-chat. And it's an incredible evening out for those of you who don't know anything about it. Look it up. But getting back to you, this whole, this is one of my pet peeves. Mm. Normal. The word normal. Yeah. I fucking can't I stand it. I gotta, I gotta find, I've actually got to really keep um, a list of synonyms on hand. When I'm when I lose my words, because sometimes when I get very passionate about a yes. subject, I lose my yes. words. Yes, yeah. um, <clears throat> Please, it doesn't denote my intelligence. It, no. I really, I just lose my words. And <clears throat> when, when, since the dawn of man, mm. was there ever a memo mm. that mm. someone received mm. that <laughs> said, "This is normal. This is the criteria, and this is not." Sure. Because I promise you, if we really go back and we look into that suitcase of mankind and we throw out all man-made paraphernalias like organized religion mm. and, you know, the patriarchy and mm. let's hit the glass ceiling yeah. and et cetera, et cetera. And we start at the beginning. Mm. I bet you as we've evolved, we've dissolved. Mm. I just made that up. Yeah, it's be- <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah, that's... Because... That's I mean, gorgeous. who got the rule book that said, thou shalt be monogamous. Mm. Look at the animal kingdom. Or, or mm. you have to actually sign a contract and get married. And if you have um, an orifice in your body that looks like this and it, you have an appendage that looks like that, it belongs there and the other two don't go together. I and uh, <sighs> I know. Who, what is normal? We are, we are on the same page. I can't stand that word. And we have to get rid you know, of it. Sex is not... Uh, These, uh, d- well, hello, d- if we didn't have sex, there wouldn't be any fucking humans. It's not behind a closed door with a man and a woman. Do you know what I mean? It's, 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 it, all those things have... I feel, I feel exactly the same as you do about it. Only society dictates that that is... You know, it's, it's, it's what we've been brainwashed into believing. I do feel there's a shift slightly. There is a small shift. People happening. are thinking out of the box, you know... But not enough. No, because <laughs> and it, and most certainly it won't come around. Not in our lifetime. Because no, I don't know if no. we we will live to see it. Because mm-hmm. well, you don't know how old I am. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> You're still got another 80 years. <laughs> Thank you, bless you. <laughs> but you know, we. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that we both are listeners. We mm. both are um, people, pe- people, 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 mm. and. We have people nurture. pleasers as well, which isn't always oh, a good I thing. I'm such a people pleaser anymore. I'm I used to be a big rescuer. I'm mm. very, very conscious of not doing that anymore. Are you oh, a big no. pe- people pleaser? Do you think of yourself as a people pleaser? Well, I, I, I do. I do like to please. I, I like to make them. I like to know that I've made them smile. And I suppose being at gate 69, but you keep your mouth walk away, shut pleased. when you know. Besides, okay, vocation aside, mm. in life, yes, are you a people pleaser? Besides vocation, mm. can you turn? Can you say no? No, I'm, I find it very hard to say. Really? No. Yeah, sadly. Okay. 
but that's 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 interesting mm. and you know it's um it's necessary yes i've i've got better at it <laughs> i mean but you are a six foot four pussy basically yeah you're I a softie yeah. i listen to all those people's stories about selling their cell phone on because i just think first of all why am i taking the number and it's a job that they don't want to do but it's possibly the only thing that's available and i'm in the business where i do cold calls as well yeah and some people don't want to give me the time of day as well which is why i quickly try and get rocky horror and madam zingara out mm. the five first five seconds i say don't put down i'm not a t- you know i'm not trying to sell you a, t- a cell phone or, or timeshare or insurance <sighs> are you still there okay yeah do you know what i mean and then the hook is this and yeah. you know then then, it, then we're like old friends but I just can't put the phone down. I can't say you're wasting my time. Cheers. Don't phone me again. Bye. How did you get my number? I shouldn't be on your database. I can't do it. That's amazing. Mm. And so you're not a bitch. Mm-mm. You're not a bitch. Is Kathy Mm-mm. a bitch? She can be. So, <laughs> question then. Yes. Is there anything Kathy would do that Brendan wouldn't and anything Brendan would do that Kathy wouldn't? Tell us. <laughs> share with us. Divulge. No, no. No, <laughs> not really. Mm-mm. No, what he would do, she would do, and what she would do, he would do. And they're also both the same age. just makes things a lot easier. Yeah, they are. I never thought about asking mm. you that. No, they're, they're the same age. Okay. Mm. Be 42 Why? in November. Why? Consciously. Just with the life experience that you bring. It just makes it, it easier. It makes and it like, easier. Quite right. They share the same birthday as well. I don't what know if you remember What day? November, enough. you said? 17th. Mm. You are Scorpio. Yes. Because I'm looking at you and I'm thinking, because you know I study astrology and I love it. It's a big mm. passion of mine. Yes, I heard in your voice that. Uh, Remember the moon is yes. in retrograde. Listen, yes. Mercury was Mercury not the moon. The, the moon's moon. never or in the, retrograde. The, or the <laughs> Mercury's in retrograde. Like, me that she goes, I need to find out what's my rising moon. <laughs> Which is why I say stick me a bit of acquainted, because I know fuck all about astrology. Know, but it's like... But you made a point, you said, because you said to me, I'll be 42 November, and I was wondering, are oh, you a Sagittarius? But the thing and is... And this one's rising, and that one's <laughs> setting, and oh, God, <laughs> I know the sun rises and the sunset, that's about it. But the, you know, it's because, and, I'm, it's, and we're not getting into an astrological um, discussion, and there's so much more than your star sign that determines your personality and your characteristics, but Jesus Christ, you, you, a people-pleasing Scorpio, you have to be the face that I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> Best, you know, I have no issues with that. I'm also water science, so we'll get along just <laughs> fine. But, um, but yeah, so, so you, so you said, so there's not, there's nothing either, either one would, no, would or wouldn't do. No, 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 like you know, like you, you said to me earlier, as much as I treat her very much as a separate entity, I always speak about her in the third person, it's never me, it's her. I am the driving force behind her, I am the engine. You know, my charm and my, it, it all shines through, all comes through. As much as I don't always want to admit it, 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 it I can't help it, but. No, as, as, we, as we mentioned before, I mean, you carry, you are perfectly young, young. you carry her mm. with you, mm. she carries mm. you with wherever you go. Mm. So now also. And I'm quite, I'm quite happy for her to shine. Absolutely. Quite easy taking a back seat. Do you, do you and get, gladly so. Do you get a lot of requests to, to when, you, when you interview? Because that was one of the points I made with you. It's like, mm. I want to celebrate you. I want to Correct. celebrate Brendan Van yeah. Rain. Yeah. Um, that, that people want you to come as Kathy. They want, yes. it's, you know, it's, it's more glamorous, more exciting. Although I think you're beautifully glamorous <laughs> just the way you are, especially <laughs> Thank with, you. with the glasses. Thank you. And I hate you that you can, 
you know, your hair's so beautifully gray. I, I, that, that's one of the mm. fucking hardest things about aging is, is the gray. You know, they it's, could it, invent something. Yeah, it's sort sorry of the, to turn back time. It's sort of the thing I don't mind. You know, yeah. the, the wrinkles and the... Uh, really? But the gray hair, I've just... Yeah, it's salt and pepper. That's me. Yeah. I was, I, I, and no one can sort of believe it under yeah. the wig. What's your hair color? Yeah. You know, salt and pepper. Because it can age, especially for a woman. But, mm. you know, I've seen so many women so glamorously, you know, um, um, uh, let their hair grow. But then you see the long and beautiful mm. the, the silver gray. But you know how long it takes to get, you know, to, to do that. And, and oh, God, you know. Yeah. Anyway, no time for that. <laughs> but... Um, you so, so so we were saying so no so you we're talking about that word individuality yes mm. you're definitely an individual but do you ever wish sometimes that you you could separate the two that you, you are you ever in conversation with people when you meet okay romantic life mm. when you meet someone mm. when you when there's a spark when you know mm. that you've met someone where you there's mm. a connection there. Mm. No matter yeah. where it goes, it doesn't go. Mm. Um, do I tell them I'm a drag queen up front? No. <laughs> sometimes do people... I'm sure there are times when people know that's what you do or mm. have read or seen or, or heard, mm. and then they meet you and they meet Brendan, mm. and you know. And do you ever feel intimidated by yourself? Let me put it to you that, this way, that you have... Um, do you almost have your own rep to, to, mm. to live up to? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, it's such a, it's such a tricky. You know, I. My whole view on relationships and marriage is most certainly not like ninety. I just don't think they work really. <laughs> um, and yet, your parents are still together. Forty-six years, but I've said to mom, I've said, mom, how is it possible? And she said, Brendan. Divorce, I never think of. But murder, at <laughs> least five times a day. That's mom's answer. Bless her soul, 78. <laughs> so when you have that and you know, you you know, that's just, you can't do that. Like, there's just, you can't. Like, that's the thing. There's that back door that, and I'm not talking about yes. the, any other gate number or yes. an orifice. Yes. The back door, the actual physical, literal back door of a house, of a home. Um, and people think, well, you know, divorce is the back door mm. or annulment is a back door. Mm. So when you think about murder, not a back door. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it, it bless my mom, you know, it, it comes from Beaufort West. And it, 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 I mean, for mom to even say that, I mean, I'm t tickled pink. And I love telling that story. What love, does your father say? I love telling a story. <laughs> Every dad just laughs. I mean, hey, I'm sure he feels the same at times. But yeah. for, for some, it's, uh, it's not for me. No, no, it's, it's I, I, I don't know how people do it. I Why mean, consciously single for 19 years? That's mm. a long fucking time. It is. You know what? Uh, since I was 23, no one's really rocked my boat. Really? No, they can't keep up really. Just in the sense of what I do, what my business demands of me, you know, a lot of sacrifice. A friend sent something to me the other day, and mm. I'm sure you now you can you'll be able to relate. And no one's ever said this to me before. We just mates, and he said to me, "I could never date you." Mm. I said, well, I was, I, I, "He goes, no, listen to me. I would have to share you with mm. too many people." Mm. Mm. And not everyone understands that, no. and they'd have to share. Yeah, because that's. I'm, 
And whoever yeah. dated me is not only dating Brendan. <laughs> no one as well. You don't know who I'm going to wake up being. Is it him? Is it her? Oh, really? Now, do no, we, do no, we, no, do we, no. you know, they no. say. No. no. Funny, funny enough, the, 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 the secret of my success, when I speak about, you know, he's shining through the, but when I'm her, I'm her, and when I'm him, I'm him. So when I'm Brendan, I don't wear heels or t- uh, jeans and T-shirts. You know what I mean? There's, I don't have my nails on. I you don't have makeup have, on. Make up, I don't have uh, There might be some leftover eyeliner from the night before. Yeah. Um, and yes, if there's a spot, I'm going to cover it. But that's how I, t- I keep the two very much. And I'd like to think as much as I am. But a, you're comfortable dressed as, and as, a, as Brendan. Yes. You like, you like I like all my pants. bits. You like all your bits. All my bits. I've never ever, you yeah. know, there's a but difference too. Must, you're not a transvestite. No. I've never you're wanted not, to be. You're a, not no. transgender or working Mm-mm. towards. Not at all. No. I get such a kick out of the fact that I can be a fully fledged boy and a fully fledged girl. Yeah. I'm just good at being both. And you, how many men would mm. love an opportunity? I bet you. Mm. And this has also, this is not gender specific mm. or gender preference. Mm. Preference. Yes. Um, to be able to wear pants and a dress. Yes. Oh, and there are many. I mean, we are lucky in that sense. We yeah. get to wear pants and a dress, whatever we like. There are many, Lee. Let me tell you, and that, that's the great thing about Gate 69. It's a space where you can come into and feel safe and feel comfortable. Go and live out your fantasy in your We have had how many? I've had an ex-rugby captain of an international team, six foot seven, walk in with a pair of red peep-toe six-inch <gasps> stilettos that his wife buys for him. She says, my husband loves it, so do I, and I do the buying. Oh, that's fantastic. With all his mates, a pair of jeans, T-shirt, and a pair of red pictures. When you hair. see these young boys, you know, I remember my nephew, um, I have two nephews, my, both of them, but I was, um, they're five years apart, so I spent more time with the first one hmm. when I first moved back, because then they went to live overseas. And he was, I mean, he was he's incredibly creative. Obviously, his mom... Uh, was um, very musical as well and I remember when he was very young just learning to walk and he mm. just like, he used mm. to come up to me mm. and I used to wear a lot of bangles back in the day and he used to just want to put on all my bangles and I had to paint his nails mm. and then I remember one party I don't know what I did I made the kids do they all thought I was nuts but it's fine and we just celebrated and 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 I and I always and I, to this day, I encourage it. I, if he turns into David Bowie, mm. if he, you know, there's no, you cannot say that because um, a, a young kid loves to paint his nails or wear bangles or wear eyeliner or something like that or sings or loves music is not going to be sporty, mm. is not going to be mm. um, academic, mm. is not going to be heterosexual, mm. whether that matters or not. Mm. And there again, that whole fucking thing about what's normal and what isn't. Yeah. The Greeks used to walk around in togas. Hello. Hello. The, the Scots don't have um, um, undies under, under their kilts. That's mm. a skirt. Mm. Hello. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what they say? There's the, the, the joke about the Greeks. They say men are for sex and women are for babies. Fuck, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's just, um, you know, I used, to, I used to dress up, never make up when I was six, but I used to dress up. Uh, when was the first time you dressed Selena, up? Selena, who used to work for us, bless her soul. You know, I had, I had parents who worked full day. I saw them after five when they got home. Between five and seven, they went to bed. But Selena, and she was like my... She was my wingman. She was my. She raised me. 
you know, grew up in the 80s. 1984, mommy. I was six years old. She was my other mother. Couldn't wait to get home. And mom used to have all these pairs of shoes, and we used to go up and down the passage in those shoes. I remember t- t- a spray-painted pair of gold peep toes. I couldn't leave them alone. Up and down, up and down. And anything with a tassel, a sundress with a tassel, but never t- nails, uh, never t- makeup, nothing like that. So you, like me, have had a shoe fetish since you were yeah, born. I'll tell you. And then mom, you t- five to five, quickly, 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 pack the chairs. You know, pack the shoes away. Mom was none the wiser. Kept it hidden for years. Didn't know. But when was the first time you first dressed up? Do you remember? Like Six. A, a children's party. I went to somebody's t- a fancy dress as a girl. I always wanted to be the nurse. Doctor, doctor, I want to be the nurse. <laughs> Mesmerized by a drum majorette. I wanted the boots. <laughs> and then the, the flight attendants as well. Yeah. I mean, Did anyone, and, but no one was bullying you at that age? No. And no. your parents didn't look at you and said, don't you no. want to go as a rugby player? No. Are you sure? <laughs> no. No, that's the most divine thing. And you know, at the age of 16, when I was, you know, it, 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 and, and I'll tell you why it only happened for me at 30, Lee, and not earlier, is because I was awkward before then. I wasn't 100% comfortable with who I was. I was always still worrying, what, well, you know, what, what are they, they going to say? What do they think? Fuck! Yeah. If you don't like it, Fuck off. Turn, make an, a 180 degree and walk in the other side, walk in the opposite direction, really. Mm. It's exhausting. Hey? I'm too old now and too tired. You're not old. <laughs> I have to keep hitting to, him. Listen, yeah, I sort of think when you reach 40, it's then uh, you're not going up the hill anymore. We're walking a very, we're, we're, very um, windy, very um, um, road with, with incredible views and vistas, mm. right? Okay, Come. all right, I'll go with, with that. With a cliff, okay, I'll a very go with sharp that. fucking cliff all right. to the right. Yes. Watch your footing, yeah. Okay, I'll go with that. Okay. But, um, yeah, it's just my grand, my mother's mother said to my mother when I was 16, bless her soul, she died when I was 16. Very intuitive woman. She said to my mother, leave him alone. He's not like the rest of them. And my mom still rings it up. Often. When we reminisce. That's something I do very well. God, I love reminiscing. I did always, yeah, love it. Nothing's greater. Oh, remember, t- 10 years ago. Oh, remember that. Love reminiscing. My mom always says, she said, leave him alone. He's not like the rest. I'm glad she didn't use the word normal. Yeah. Or not, not normal. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now, with... Uh, and my mum did leave me alone. Yeah, and your dad. <laughs> yeah. But you have an incredible relationship with them. I do, you know, and, and my, you dad's still, my dad's 76, he still tickles me. Oh, oh. Dad, tickle Are they still back. in Pretoria? Still in Pretoria. So, for those people who don't know uh, about Gate 69, I mean, obviously, you know, you, you, you're performers, you need a rest, you need a break. Mm. You do other shows there. I mean, I saw Hedwig there. You, you do productions that you're not a part of. That's okay. You don't. There isn't a disclaimer that you have to be in every. No, show. not at all. But we have sort of permanently now been for two years. Right. So we started with Hedwig, brave, bold, fantastic move, show. incredible musical. I think everyone thought that I would either open it or the trolley dollies. So it was the unexpected again. We thought, ha ha, you're wrong. And Can't uh, leave them guessing. We've had a few. We've had a few international acts. Christina Bianco, Kerry Dupree's been with us twice. We have on the 9th, uh, uh, we've got on uh, uh, a Saturday, November, we've got Kevin Frazier coming, the comedian. 
I just saw him mm. at um, Zipsack mm. a few months ago. Yeah. God, he's lovely. It's fabulous. And he sold out already. One night only. He's fantastic. One I'm so glad because that venue, I mean, of course, there were, you know, a lot of seats and everything mm. like that, but it, mm. the, the acoustics and everything, it just didn't work. You need the intimacy of Gate 69. It didn't warrant yeah. his humor. No, 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 no. Gate, you know People Gate must remember, yeah, it is a venue. It's a supper club, yes, etc. But it is a venue. Mm. And as a business, mm. God, Cape Town needs venues. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of people do corporate stuff there, whether it's a talk or a book launch or a... doesn't only have to be theatre. So any of you who are listening mm. and looking for a venue in Cape Town, Gate 69, right on Bree Street. Yeah, location, location, A location. lot of people, I think, also maybe wondered where the 69 was because it was the number of the street. No, not at all. Okay. It's funny enough, it's 87 Bree Street. Okay. Or 79 Hout. Okay. It's on the corner of Bree and Hout. Right, it's on the corner of Bree and Hout. But it, it, it's, I mean, it's, uh, corporate-wise, it's it's the best corporate venue. You're, you know, you, Your you interview functions must be You have to bring nothing like in. Before. You know, everything's there. You don't yeah. have to bring... And it's a supper club, everyone. Yeah. You can eat and drink. Food is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all yeah. there under one roof. Red do you carpet have vegetarian treatment. options? We do. We could do anything. Yeah. Vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, Muslim, halal. Halal, yeah. Not kosher. Kosher, we order in. You do. Ah, that's yeah. very good to know, people. Mm. They can order in kosher. Yeah. Any dietary requirement, you let us know. It's all tailor-made. It's all t- and you know, it's very hands-on. When you saw Hedwig, is that the last thing you saw, Lee? What did you... Don't answer that. I don't think so. <laughs> but I could... Yeah. So... You know, the trolley dollies are the waitresses now as well. So mm. I think it's all very hands-on. So mm. people are saying to me, how on earth do you do it? You're at the on the red carpet looking dazzling in a floor. Oh. Then you go and get changed. We're all into cat suits. We then do the dinner service. Then we leave you. We're going to get changed for the show. We then do an hour and 20 minutes. Then you get your tequila soft serve ice cream for dessert while we change back into boys, take the makeup off. And then I come and take your dirty plates and glasses away and still party with you until 11, 12 o'clock. It's hands-on. It's owner-operated. I had a woman that we had a corporate in on Thursday, and she said, please, please don't take my dirty glass. I can't, I can't not after what you've done. I said, ma'am, and uh, I often call you, ma'am. I mean, that's just, you know. It's also the background that you're so and used to And, and the well. airline thing airline, as well. I, yeah. I said, ma'am, you know, if it's your own business, it's, you don't mind taking the dirty glasses yeah, I mean, that's incredible. Mm. And I do it gladly. And I know you do. I can see that. Talking about and red no carpet. one can take a dirty glass away like me. No there no. is an art. <laughs> because yes. not every... You know why, Brian? Yeah, tell me. Because not everybody can handle dirty. That's that is an yeah. art. <laughs> so get, talking about the red carpet yes. now, you were invited yes. for the first time this year, you know where I'm going with this, yes. to Sona. Yes. Come on, can what you the believe fuck? it? People are like, what? Yes. Yes, the DA. Kathy Specific mm. was invited by the DA to the State of the Nation Address. Correct. Walk the Why? red carpet. Walk the red carpet. What was the point of that? Like, what was the angle? You're hmm. not political. You don't not give a shit, all. you said. Who knows? Maybe to shock people. Maybe to so. You know, the, the, the DA is really the only political party in this country that are... T- are really fighting for the LGBT. Well, they actually, they well, they need to fight for a lot more. But uh, that's and very sad, though, and, and ab- it's true. No, it's incredibly sad, and and really trying to make uh, create an awareness about it. And 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 um, we uh, many DA politicians, or, you know, part of the DA, who who come to Gate sixty nine, and we were invited by Glynis Breitenbach, who's the Shadow Minister for Justice. She loves it with us. And uh, they said, come and walk our red carpet, the trolley dollies. Come and go to Muslim Amani's cocktail party. Tell me how it was. Honestly, like, how mm. were you perceived? 
And, oh, who did you uh, wear, by the way? Come on, who did you wear? We wore. Who dresses you? Because I mean, so, you're six foot four. Yes. Your heels, you're so seven foot. I can't. I can't pick up anything from a lady's clothing. And row. no designers Ooh. throw things at you. Now. They do absolutely, but they're a breed of their own, no, I know. and I mean this with love. Amazing. I'm still waiting for certain designers to come and stitch me up for a function. Don't worry, I'll be there at the interval. That's eight years ago. I'm still waiting for that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Or you get it the last minute. You know, I'm on in two hours. I did the, uh, I did the Mr. Gay South Africa once. I had like a wardrobe of five garments. They arrived with one. Arrived with one. I had to phone my flatmate at the time. I said, right, Gregory, stand in front of my cupboard. On the left, you will find that. That's the shoe that goes with that dress. That ear. Yes, I had to make a plan and have it shipped through to Pretoria. So I don't like to rely on them. It's, it's, ve it's very nice, and, the, and they've been very kind in the, in the past. Um, whether it's an award ceremony to dress me, if you had a couple awards, and, and, and. But I've got, uh, there are three people who I work with. One is Shamila Sali incredible lady who's at sort of I think three foot eight <laughs> has to stand on a chair when she does my measurements and Shami's incredible it's one fitting and in goes the zip she made all my madams and gara stuff she made the uniforms we went to sew with so she made those incredible black and silver uniforms um and then uh, Lloyd Candlin also dresses us. He's dressed us for the, re uh, the, the, the latest show. He's made our white gowns at the end. <coughs> and then we've got Tessa Denton who works for us. She's in our creative department. And Tessa makes the most incredible headpieces. Um, so we've got a great team there. And, and Tessa's very much part of them. But Charmy, I love wearing Charmy Lasali. Okay, so she did. So when you... I, I remember once I went to the Royalty Soapy Awards in Durban, the ICC. And I'd, I'd, I'd um, judged Outstanding Wardrobe. And I remember on the red carpet, I wore an incredible white dress with a big black rose and one shoulder. And <laughs> a very well-known designer was on the red carpet saying, who are you wearing? Who are you wearing? Shamala Sali. And he said, and the nails? And <laughs> one word, discam. Can you believe it? I can. After all that glamour. And, and your nails? Discam. Yeah, well. Well, they... They're great nails. From exactly, and, and, and you know, one-stop shop. Hello, thank you. And, and stick-ons. Thank you for the for the free <laughs> for the free years. advertising. Thank you. Yeah. But but um, yes, for everyone who yeah, you don't grow your nails, you have stick-ons. We're going to say because you can't. Mm. I mean, I, I, I did that one. I must admit, Lee, I did that once. The first run of Kathy, I thought, what, you shall them? I do a permanent set of acrylics? Oh, okay. To oh, really get you. into this, oh god, I can't, I can't stand the main. Listen, I don't mind, but. I, I can't be explaining to 100 people a day. And then, you know, you, you find in Woolworths, you do the shopping, you can hide. But you've got to show your hands at the till. Yeah. You can't keep your hands. You've got to pay for it somehow. And then, yo, yo, yo. I mean, the, the, the stairs on the... Really? Oh, it's just... That's so stupid. No. I mean, to not actually look at your size, not someone like you, I hate that expression, mm. to look at someone your size and everything, mm. and then, I mean, maybe it's just because it's where I've grown up, but just automatically assume, oh, if I saw that, oh, this is a creative, yes. possibly yeah. someone who's in the arts. Who knows? Maybe who, it can maybe be an not. actor. Yeah. You know what? Maybe not. Maybe you just like wearing acrylic goddamn nails. And does it matter? And does it matter? Are you paying for your fucking wares? Isn't that... All? Thank you. <laughs> what yeah. really matters when you're at the top. Just and, shop and, and shut up. <laughs> exactly. So, but getting back to the Sony experience, I mean. Oh, it's, it's, so, yeah, so there we were, all police escorted, blah, blah, and we knew it. We said, Is the girls, energy crazy? We're I mean, around the corner here. I said, when we take this corner, there is going to be a sea of photographers, and there was. Okay. 
I mean, we took the corner and it was just flash, Do you flash, think there flash, were more flash, this year because they knew you were coming? Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. Okay. And, you know, everyone wanted to know who we're wearing, you know. Typical uh, red carpet. All yeah. The, all the style. LGBT questions, yeah. you know, that type of thing. And But you didn't go in and sit. No, we had a full house that night. So we did the cocktail party yeah, and then I had to leave. I was going to say. And come and me, greet. I would have sat there. Picking off picking my nails. Off the nails. <laughs> and the eyelash. I would have had yeah. no nails or eyelash. But it's just, Did you I know, just, just nice to do. Really yeah. the first time three drag queens have walked the I red mean, carpet. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very important. Did and, you get any flack for and it? And gracefully and beautifully yeah. and... Oh, as always, did anyone have a problem with it? If there was maybe one or two. But who who cares? No, Shame. absolutely. Look, there was no one know, who was averse. It's, it's the same with when we do maybe morning espresso or afternoon espresso. And we've been there many times, and they love us. We're professional. We do what's required. It's a fun program. Um, you know, that's what, it's the same with a designer. I always say, how wonderful dressing me, because it's not a usual matric dance dress or a wedding dress. You've got to be creative. You've got to find ways of making my body look like a female. You've got to do the tits. You've got to do the cinching. Come on. Do you no, like having breasts? I mean, I know you like all your male bits. Do you like having breasts? Do you feel sorry for us? Have to harness our tits in all the time? No. No, I, and, and, and I like it. And you've got a great breast. Thank you. You know, it, It's very, I, very covered up today. I, I, also, you, I also don't do it. You know, I also don't do a double H as Kathy. She's, yeah, a, yeah. she's, a, in res, proportion. she's a reserved 38C. Yeah, you've got to be in proportion, in my opinion. But Funny enough, for the first time ever... Although I'm lying, the first I did do, go once to a screening of a film, the Gay and Lesbian Film Festival, early days, and I forgot to put my tits in. And can you went you, in cat. Can you believe it, Lee? Sure. I stood there interview. I thought, what's Did wrong you here? Go what's into wrong? The bathroom and get some I had the bra but no tits. Oh god. Well, I ran, like Zola Bud, and put in toilet paper. I would hope so. But I've just done, and just, it's most certainly not to brag or, but you know, my tra- my what I do does take me to all corners of the globe. Um, I've just done it. I've hosted a party in Monaco last Sunday. You mentioned you were in Monaco. Mm, I was in Monaco for six days. So you were paid to go there. Yes, I was paid to Have go you been there. there before? No, I've never been. Either. I've been to the south of France uh, when I was overseas that time. At, well, I was at school, interrailing through and Europe. And is it like as glam it's, yes. as ever? Oh, and more. Well, you, really? you cannot. Explain. I mean, the, the wealth is ah, it's, it's, it's sick. Nauseating. Those gin palaces, those big yachts. I mean, that's where the Grand Prix is. There's royalty. The palace is on know, the hill. It's there. You can't explain. It's, like a, it's just a total The Hotel vacuum. de Paris, the, the, yeah. the, the, the casino. It's, it's women shopping, walking out with bags. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's just opulence. It's like it's vomiting opulence. It's all that and more. And more. But how was the experience of you know, the work you were doing? You were hosting a, a And one of my f- outfits, um, uh, maybe I'm thinking because I... Maybe have picked up weights and so on. I didn't wear tits, so she was completely oh. flat chest. But the, the the design the on the dress messed with your mind. Was it strapless and then did you and then it like just pushed up your skin? No, and then it, it, it oh. did, did this, but okay. the design on it was two circles around the breast. It so all sequence in that. It so anyway, it didn't you, need you it. wouldn't have known that she didn't. No. But first time ever that I've really gone with almost an androgynous. Kathy yeah. looking. And there are many drag queens who who don't do the yeah. breasts. Many. Did you prefer it? Do you find them uncomfortable? At that time, I was very glad because it was 32 degrees, 90% humidity. It, I was stopping. I, yeah. I thought, great, I don't still have to worry about, you know, shoulder pads being stuffed with pillow stuff yeah. or whatever, lentils and stockings. And yeah. It was good for them. And, like, also when you're performing and everything like that, you know, and you have to, you know, you tuck no. the bits away. 
Yeah, no, we, we, you need the boobs. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like the lashes and the nails. You know, I can't do it without nails like that. I just don't feel the femininity. No, you don't. You, well, that's not Kathy. It's the same with the heel. I've got to have. You've got to. Be, you've got to have that raised. You yeah. carry yourself. You. So, and lucky that you could. I mean, I, I, how big are your feet? They are a male eleven, okay. which is not unheard of. No. But a female 13. So, right. two, so two to sizes find bigger. stilettos in that size. Mm, mm. And also, besides that. It's an expensive the, hobby, Lee. I've had a shoot. Oh, so it's an expensive been, hobby. Funnily yeah. enough, my mother always said that I came out of the womb in, in, in heels. No, honestly, because mm. I had um, I collected shoes. I lived in New York for many years mm. and I was in fashion actually a long mm. time. Mm. And I still to this day have a shoe collection. Mm. And um, I, um, yeah, I, I remember. Falling and, and pulling, um, uh, damaging my ankle, my knee, whatever, whatever. And the, and the doc said to me, you're never going to wear heels again. And yeah. I was like, I don't care what it takes. Like, Fuck. But yeah. I love sneakers and being barefoot and everything. But yeah. don't take that yeah. that away from me. That's why I like dating tall, tall men. Mm, mm. So, that I can so you can wear your heels. Yeah. And you know, my heel is a conservative four inch. I don't do anything higher. But you've always been. So my point was that you, when you first started wearing heels or when you first put on a heel or as, as they got higher and higher and higher, that you were with your size because mm. you were so graceful. Mm. And I'm not just saying this, that you were comfortable in them because mm. you wear them for hours. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. At, at one stage of my career, it was painful. I had bunions. <laughs> Is this the program to speak about bunions? We can talk about anything. Um, did you get rid of them? I did. I had them and removed. For anyone who's scared to have a bunion operation, because I know people, fucking it's fucking painful, takes a long time, but it was worth it. It's worth it. And let me tell you guys, if you're listening, do not... Whatever the doctor tells you, do not have them done one at a time because I promise you, you will not really? go back for the second one. It's too sore. How long are you out for? How long are you on your back for? Two weeks. Oh, that's not long. Two weeks on your back. I'm talking bedpan stuff. You can't walk. Yeah. Um, you've got to be nursed. Yeah. Ice every four hours and, and, and. And then slowly in the moon boot, but three months really before you can get a, sh a shoe on it. And I got a heel on after three months. Sure. Maybe too soon, but... I was going to say, did they not advise you to maybe be well, a little bit more? Well, those nervous? were the only three months I had to do it. We were building Gate 69. And I just didn't want to... I just thought, how do I stand at the door? Although the dress is long, how do I stand in a slipper? No. I couldn't. No. So at that stage, for about a year afterwards, my feet were still swelling like marshmallows. <laughs> you know, one day the skin was peeling over the shoe, the next day it was fine. But you won't do it if you have one done at a time. It's, Interesting. it's too painful. Thank you for that tidbit. So, um, yeah. But... But the fact because it, it five minutes in the shoe, it was it felt like I was walking on glass. I can imagine that it, it was unbearable pain, to such an extent that I'd start sweating. It was like I had a fever. Uh, but it sounds stupid, but no, no, no. I mean, you, you, you also, you, you know, your voice. I can imagine you're putting in anti-inflammatories, goodness, mm. painkillers, whatever mm. you are, and all this mm. shit, and you've got to mm. concentrate for mm. hours. Mm. Sing. Your mm. voice gets affected by all those drugs, yeah, and, yeah. and 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 people may not understand that or think think that, but it's true. Yeah. And then it doesn't, you know, it yeah. can make you yeah, muggy yeah, yeah, in the yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm pain pain free. I'm delighted I had it done. That's brilliant and bunion free. Bunion free. When you take off those heels. Yes. When you're walking along the beach. Yes, yes. Bunion free. Someone cast their eye down on to my, your yes. ankle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I'm, I'm determined and, someone's and going a, to do that. I'm a foot person. I love feet. Okay. Yes. I've got a complete I, foot I, fetish. I, I, I don't think I could date someone who didn't have nice feet. No. Like, how do you get into no, someone's foot? No, And that's not a, that, again, many women, beautiful women I know, I've seen... Um, I've been at um, castings or at the gym or something. Beautiful models, whatever, and they take off their shoes. Yeah, and, and you want to run a mile. Cannot believe yeah, you what their feet look like. It's it was uh, the doctor said, 
nothing to do with your heels. He said you were going to get you had a predisposition for bunions, whether you liked it or yeah. not. I was going to get them. My mom's had them. My sister had hers removed. My cousins just had hers done. So t- yeah. the feet were in the family. No, your feet. You know, if you had big bunions on your hands, you would mm. so you would hopefully want to have them removed. It's like mm. people must take it's mm. the whole package, you know, from yeah. the head to the toes, because we're standing on them. You know, we must respect our, our, our feet are, yeah. <laughs> are not considered enough, I don't think. No, they're That's not. That's why I don't. No, they're and not, getting absolutely. back to the whole idea with shoes, it's not about um, that I was obsessed with, oh, you know, the, the latest and the most designer expensive. I had an absolute, no, to, be, to be genuine, an absolute love and fetish for the form of shoes. To be very honest, when I was in my, my cot, when I was a baby, mm. my, when I would cry, my mum said that I never played with Barbies, I never played with dolls. She would put a shoe Mm. in my cot and mm. I would hold onto the shoe and fall asleep when I could crawl before I could walk I used to crawl into her cupboard and play with her shoes so much so that my parents actually thought I might become a shoe designer mm. because I love mm. shoes mm. for that mm. specific mm. reason the aesthetic mm. of it and etc and, and that's the whole thing and you didn't <laughs> and I didn't become a shoe designer no. I designed other things many many years ago but yeah so um, so I do appreciate um, it, it has nothing to do with what something costs uh-huh. But and also if you, where I have a I, this winter. In fact, I bought a pair of boots a few years ago. They're not even leather. Mm. Uh, cheaper of 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 like uh, sort of motorcycle kind mm, of boots, mm, mm. and they, I love them so much. They've literally fallen mm, fallen apart. Mm, mm. And I tried to have because I'm always good at like we. I've always I, I worked in fashion in New York mm. for a while, and I, I you know had a lot of stuff thrown at me, and I brought all my clothes back, and well, not all of them, but I'm very good at um, reconfiguring things. Oh. Changing the yes, design, yes, yes, we, yes, yes. you know. So Adding I have a large wardrobe, but it's something. not because I shop anymore. It's just because, yeah. Mm. And and I'm always going to the shoemaker, and, and he, I wanted the same rugged sole because mm. it's literally it's mm. coming apart. Mm. And he said he cannot, and I won't. I won't put a flat, normal cut plastic, like ugly, no, non-motorcycle no, 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 sole no, no, in it, no, no. and I can't replace it. So like they've literally just like glue, <laughs> glue staple gunned it down until I literally can find. Well, you, you know, know that's the thing with you know, Kathy. You know, as much as I clothes for myself, I've got to buy clothes for her too. And, you know, you're looking, before you know, it's been 8,000 rand for a dress. So I like to recycle as well. Take that off, add that, a bow. If it's good enough for a duchess, yeah. Yeah. recycling is becoming the word. Let yes. me tell you, we should do a show on that. Yeah. You'd Sia's, never say it's the same. No. You'd never say it's the same Sia's garment. motioning. She's getting mad here. Clothes. We've done it. We've got a time. I can't believe it. Well, I can. Hey? Oh, I know people. Have to I go tell home. you what's so divine, and and I've done many a radio, and as you now present on Fine Music Radio as well. Yes, what? Just sell ra- yourself. When is it? Yes. So, um, let me quickly do all the numbers yes, and everything. Do all, do all I do matinee every Monday from one until half past three, and I read the Afrikaans news at two o'clock. So you can catch me on Fine Music Radio, which is one hundred one point three or channel eight three eight on DSTV. Okay. So d- d- radio is my second love. I love it. A, a film, TV, uh, I presented for the Homework Shopping Network two years, uh, not my thing, but I did it. Live theatre and radio is where I shine, I'd like, I'd like to think. And then Gate 69, you can go to our website, which is www.gate69.co.za. And that's the number 69, how they fit perfectly together, not the words. Correct. And you can book online there or you can call the box office and Benita will be delighted to answer your call, that's 021-035-1627. Fantastic. And you were saying something was so funny or you were charming when you've done a lot of radio shows. You were going to say something else? I was, wasn't I? Uh, okay, never mind. You, you were, oh, yes, I've done a lot of radio. And 
it's two, three minutes. I mean, how do I tell my story in two, three minutes? We've had an hour and a half and I haven't even I know, so touched much the more. tip of the iceberg. So but you know thank what happens you, thank on, you. you know what happens on, I just figured something. Thank you for just, this opportunity. Oh, thank you. Something's just popped into my naughty mind. Mm. The problem is one and a half hours without a condom on the conversation. Chafing <laughs> starts to happen. I think we need to take a break. Yes. <laughs> I just thought of that. He's dying. So he's dying next to me. Um, but I, I cannot thank you enough. Before we go, one last thing. Just relax. Yeah, it'll, it'll be okay. John, John will forgive me. Um, I don't make a habit of this. It's my fault, John. Sorry. No, no, no. no. He's six foot four. We have to fit in the whole conversation. Um, we have to fit in all of him. Yes. Yeah, no, you know? I just want to say something. Oh. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stop the clock. Um, <clears throat> sorry, my bad. Quite nervous. Actually, while you were talking, I was actually researching. I was only filled into the whole internet and try to get to know you a bit more, which is pretty cool. But I'm just going to touch on what you said, like I think an hour ago, and uh, like how you kind of carved yourself, you know. And I feel, especially like people my age now, like, Yes, you, you, you gay and everything. And like, that's so cool because like that, that transition you had when you were a kid, like 16, you kind of took five steps ahead. Because right now, as where I stand right now, we are on that stage where we're trying to get out of the nest, mm. but we're still not sure who we really are mm. or, or how we're going to make it mm. and like mm. really stick to our own guns or what we mm. believe in. Mm. Even if we um, heterosexual or um, so forth, it's just like what we kind of believe in and what we want to like pursue and like achieve. And so, like, I mean, I learned a lot just listening to your talk. And and let me tell and you, half of that fear is fear. Yeah. And fear will stop you dead in your tracks. It will paralyze you. Yeah. Once and I get I get emotional and and, and goosebumps. You cannot let fear stop you. Otherwise, you will you will amount to nothing. Sure. To absolute nothing. And I said to you in that speech that you heard, and I, I said to you, as individuals, we don't only have a right to be different. We have an obligation. A responsibility. <laughs> and while he was talking... Oh, thank you for finishing the show on this note because I was going to ask you for one last message. Mm, that is that is my message. And thank you for that, Sia, because while you were talking, what I was trying to say, and isn't it amazing that it takes someone who's considered by society mm. to not be normal, mm. to go out and forge their path mm. and find themselves at a younger, tender age than you millennials mm. on the cusp and the mm. brink of adulthood, five steps ahead. And mm. yet those who are considered and deemed normal mm. are fucking out mm. and struggling mm. and not knowing who they are and mm. what to do. Mm. Isn't that amazing? And you know, my mom's just to, about being gay. My mom said, gosh, she said, Brendan, that's the least of my worries. You don't steal, you don't murder, you don't rape, you don't do drugs, you don't drink, you don't smoke. Oh. You don't drink. Carry on, but no, out. Not, I wouldn't classify it as. No, no. you're not a drinker. No, no, I wouldn't go out yeah. and buy myself alcohol. No, I think I've done that once in my life. I put on three tearjerkers movies, I bought a six pack of spin, cried, and then ran to the mirror and looked, sort of looked at what I looked like. <gasps> I can't so, do that. Oh, no. <laughs> and then went back face. and cried some more. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, because <laughs> you can't look. I mean, with all the work you do, stopping from hangovers is not a very <laughs> no. clever idea. Because no, no. as we said, it's a business. You're responsible. Uh, correct. And, I, and I'm not a control freak, but I like to be in control of myself. You're a very special Thank you. You have been an absolute 
delight. Thank you. Brendan Funran, I cannot thank you enough. Kathy specific. Thanks, she's in there. Yes, she's here. My darling, thank you so much. And I am so excited to see the show, which will be soon. Pleasure. And I think I'm bringing Sia. Yes. I'd love to come. He's I coming. Think, I think we're we going to have a fantastic night. Thank you. And for all of you who are listening, tuning in, run. Run to Gate 69 any chance you get. Thank you all. I'll be back next week with Bertie again for another episode of Exposed with Lee and Bertie. And just remember, every alternate Tuesday on the i.tv, bareback stories, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. And remember, hashtag, no condom on this conversation, but don't be silly, cover your willies. Bye-bye.